0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tellteller's Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm
1: doing great today. How you doing, Marvin?
0: As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and, you know, I was up uh, in your neck of the woods for uh, spring break, and I left a little bit early, and I think after I left, uh, you guys had to build Noah's Ark again.
1: Yeah, I guess we should have made you stay, because we we had some really good weather last week. Or, you know Wednesday and then the rains came and everything kind of rose and um, chilled off a bit which uh, isn't necessarily a bad thing everything kind of chilling off um, a little bit because it did get pretty pretty toasty you know we had three days that were like 80 degrees um, Monday Tuesday and Wednesday so it, this is a little bit more normal spring that we're in now <laughs> so I'll take it
0: yeah, as long as you don't want to get in a big river and go fish for smallmouth, right?
1: Yeah, that I mean, to be honest with you, I, I fished I fished a good bit the past uh two weeks and fished on the James Fairmount. And it, you know, the pre spawn bite, if you if you're the person that like only wants to throw flies, um the pre spawn bite is really hard on the James just because those fish are so deep. So when you get torrential downpours like what we've got right now it just makes it super hard to do with with a fly rod um so i know like there's guys i've got buddies that are going out and, and fishing and um they'll catch four or five six pounds smallmouth. um but the vast majority of those guys are throwing conventional so i say that to the people that you know i, I think it's funny with social media and instagram a lot of people follow the same people you know in like so they see this one guy who posts like six fish and they're like, oh man, the smallmouth is just on fire right now. Preseason and, uh, in reality, it is, it is not on fire right now. Like, <laughs> there's a handful of guys that know how to catch fish in these conditions. Um, and they're doing, they're doing well, um, on, you know, like the James. Um, but that is not to be said of everybody that goes out that you're just going to slay a five pound pre spawn smallmouth. <laughs>
0: yeah it's interesting so i guess really the game is probably lakes and ponds for for largemouth pre-spawn and uh for panfish and then probably head to the mountains and do a little trout fishing
1: yeah you got it pretty much nose uh nose on out right there i like i i like a lot of lake fishing um especially this time of the year you, can, you know you can accidentally catch a big largemouth, um and so that's one of the cool things whereas with smallmouth it does require a little bit more knowledge um like where to go where to fish for them what water level are they a lot of times with the pre-spawn largemouth um like i said you can kind of luck into them i fished yesterday on um one of our small uh we just call them county lakes um and water temps were good they were like 62 63 degrees um in the sun which is that's good um for this time of the year and those largemouth were up, like, towards the bank. So it made, with the fly, it was pretty straightforward, just pound the banks um, and fish were there. Didn't see any fish, like, bedding or anything like that. Um, I'm sure that, you know, there could have been a couple that were thinking about spawning early. Um, but if you really want to pound fish, the, the book trout, like, small stream stuff has been heating up. Um, I was out on Sunday in the afternoon showing, um, showing a guy how to fish, and the dude had never cast a fly ever um and we ended up we did pretty well um i didn't even have to show much which was nice you know because a lot of times you know bird trout fishing it's it's like are you going to hang in a tree are you going to just um but yeah we the fish were very willing to uh, take a fly we had really good flows um our bugs in this part of virginia are, are are really coming on strong Um, so yeah, in terms of like central Virginia, the area, you know, within an hour and a half around the shop, um, or hour, if you want to be more specific, um, you can, you could definitely be catching some brook trout this weekend.
0: Yeah. Which dovetails really well with our question from Caleb and he wanted to get your suggestions on patterns for high mountain streams.
1: Yeah. In terms of the actual patterns, there's three things that, that I look for, um, to be honest this this is how the list goes in like importance to me is one is can i see the fly um i i don't like fishing brook trout flies that i can't see um i'm you know I, i'm kind of blind but it's just one of those confidence things like if i can't see where that fly's at then you're going to miss fish and brook trout eat with such crazy speed as it is um that when you are kind of guessing where your fly is it just, it makes it more difficult than it needs to be. So when I'm looking at like root trout patterns, one thing I always ask is, can I see the fly myself? Um, two is, does the fly float well? Um, so like some some flies uh, naturally float better than others. So for example, there's a pattern called like the never sink status. That pattern, just like the name suggests, it doesn't hardly sink. You can get it to sink if you catch enough fish. Um, but, it's got foam incorporated into it. So for brook trout, I, that's another thing I do like either deer hair or elk hair or foam, some, some way that like helps the fly to float longer. Um, that is another cool benefit because it means that I have to change flies less. Um, if you just go up there with like a normal Adams, you'll catch fish or a normal, like Royal coachman, you're going to catch fish. Um, but, for me, I like to be able to see it. I like for it to float as long as possible, so that way I can just focus on catching fish rather than applying, you know, magic dust or, or loon dust or whatever to the fly a million times throughout the day. Um, and then the third thing that I look for is like, are the you know are the fish going to eat the thing? So typically, uh, how I focus on like patterns and stuff is I I look at colors. Um, through the winter months, I'm using darker colors. Um, from spring really through summer i used brighter color more attractive style bugs um so like on sunday um that was the first day that we showed up with um some yellow there were never sent caddises um and the fish really started pounding them and um kind of like what we were joking about before uh the the podcast started it was just like you know, when it comes to brochure patterns, they're, they're not crazy, crazy picky most of the time. Um, and so if you show up and you've got three or four patterns that, you know, whatever local fly shop told you to go with, um, you just kind of cycle through your colors. And right now, one of the colors that you're going to be working is, is yellow or like a bright orange. Um, those are two really good kind of generic looking, um, colors. And you might ask like, well, what is that actually looking like? Um, the answer is, is like yellow sallies. And there's a lot of mayflies actually that hatch. And When they first hatch, they have a lighter tone to them. Um, and so what we've been seeing, um, especially like the past couple of days, uh, has been our yellow sallies are actually like saw a couple on Sunday. Um, I talked to a few other anglers that saw them throughout their weekend where they were fishing, which was all central Virginia. Um and so it you know, it's a little early just to be saying you're gonna have these crazy patches of yellow sallies, which is um it kinda looks like a small stone fly, um and they're just like pale yellow. Um but that's one of the reasons I think that yellow works so well. Um it's just because there's a lot of natural insects out there. It is a high visibility color for the trout. You know, if they're looking up, they can see it well. Um so yeah, if I had like three patterns that I'd go out with this weekend uh, if you had a a never sink caddis uh, in yellow, um, or if you had a literally just an elk hair caddis in yellow or tan, maybe orange, um, and then in the third one, there was a pattern. I, I love the thing, and we end up we've sold all of them, and I can't get any more in. But um, it was called a four hundred nine, and uh, last year I think we sold like. Twenty-four dozen of those, like it was crazy, because they, they fit everything that I like, you know. Which was like you can see it, they float well, and the fish like obliterated those. So if you like tying, um, somebody's probably done a tying video on that, which um, it's, it's like Jaeger's four hundred nine um, pattern Uncle puts out. But that that's a sweet fly um, if you can get it or if you can tie it. Um, we'll hopefully get more in stock one day. <laughs> That's what, like, every fly shop feels like, I guess, right now. It's like, oh, this odd thing went out of stock, but hopefully, you know, it comes back in. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what I would point to um, in terms of, like, my favorite styles of um, book out, like dry flies in particular.
0: Good deal. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can send them to us. You can email them to us. You can send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page if we use your question. I'll send you some articulate fly swag and we'll enter into you know, a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And Ethan, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you and where you are online and all that kind of good stuff.
1: Yeah. So we're uh, in downtown Um uh, We're on Commerce street. Um, you are just in our neck of the woods. We are here pretty much every day except Sunday. Um, if you can't make it to the shop, then, Uh, a couple different avenues you can look on our website which is cellcolors.ca like Virginia Um, you can find most of what we have on the website Um, there's where we link stuff like tutorials some other stuff like that as well um, you can find on our website Um, and then Instagram you know that's one of the more popular ways that people get in contact with us so if you've got a question um, just message on Instagram or email or Call us uh, if you're, you know, old school. More um, stuff in the south. If you want to see my, uh, my smiling face.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you know, folks. Uh, nice spring weather in central Virginia. You know, either go fish a lake or a pond and chase some uh, some bass or sunfish, or head to the mountains and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan.
1: Tight lines.